0: Everyone's tired, stressed, ill. We're all graduates. Some have been unemployed for 10 years.
1: It's been seven years since the people of Tunisia overthrew their president and launched the Arab Spring. And while the country has avoided war and counter-revolution, its successive leaders have not been able to deliver on what made the people rise up in the first place. Lack of jobs and lack of opportunity. Now the young people of Tunisia are fleeing again. More than 5,000 of them risked their lives on the dangerous crossing to Europe last year more than five times as many as in 2016. Corentin went to find out why. Young Tunisians on the boat carrying them towards Italy, filled with joy to be finally leaving their country behind. Others are thrilled when they reach the Italian shoreline. These images, taken between July and November 2017, show a new tide of illegal emigration from Tunisia to Europe, at levels not seen since the 2011 revolution. Like many others, Nasir, aged 28, hoped to escape the chronic unemployment. On October the 8th, a trafficker took him to a house on the island of Kirkena, one of the main departure points for illegal crossings. He spent the night there, but the journey was short-lived.
0: We went to the beach. There were inflatable boats waiting. They took us out to sea and joined a big trawler moored offshore. In the house, I had found a life vest. I put my coat over it so the others didn't see it. I didn't want people to fight over it. Everyone would have wanted to take it. The trawler set off for Italy, but
1: shortly after departure, a Tunisian Navy vessel drew up alongside it.
0: It backed up for about 200 meters. Then it came around the right-hand side and hit our boat. The boat tipped over and we started to drown. Thank God I was wearing my life vest, which is what saved me. But I saw my friends and acquaintances around me, all dead. Of the 90
1: passengers on board, 40 died. The survivors believe the collision was deliberate, but the government deny this and refer to the ongoing investigation.
0: Thank God. We all had such plans and, well, here I am.
1: Nasser went home to the village of Taifa, where his family farms a few small fields that don't bring in much income. Eight family members sleep together in this small room. Let me show you.
0: This is our land. We can't farm it because we don't have any money. We've applied for a well to be dug. You need to pay someone off if you want things to get done though. Look at the quality of this soil. It is good land, great for farming. You can plant whatever you like and it will grow, but we don't have any equipment. That's why I wanted to travel abroad to bring back some money to farm this land. You know people who've made it to Europe. What do they say about life over there? Even when they come back, they don't tell me about the problems they face. I have good friends in Strasbourg who send us photos showing how they live. Photos of restaurants and uh, cars surrounded by girls, money, euros.
1: Nasir's family offers us lunch. His father didn't want him to go to Europe, but finally gave in. The traffickers wanted 2,500 dinars for the crossing, a small fortune for the family.
0: I went to see my friends. I asked them to lend me the money for the journey. Nobody asked us to pay them back, but I want to. And Nasir, after
1: everything that happened, do you want to go again?
0: Definitely, but not illegally. I want to travel there legally, not by sea. I'm not doing that again. I saw death close up. Crossing by sea is too risky. France is my dream. I want to see what things are like there with my own eyes, whether good or bad, just for my own peace of mind.
1: A few kilometers away in Bir Ali Ben Khalifa, 13 young men from this town died in the collision and local people are angry with the Tunisian Navy. Our observer Zuhair is a local activist. Hello Zuhair.
0: After the collision, were there protests here? This is a video on Facebook showing the last protest that took place in Bir Ali Ben Khalifa. Everyone came out to make their voice heard, but nothing has come of it so far.
1: You asked us to meet you in front of this hospital. It was inaugurated two years ago, but still
0: isn't up and running. Yes, in Bir Ali, people keep dying because this hospital, which is supposed to treat all illnesses, is still closed. Why is it closed?
1: Zuhair is 31 and has a technical degree. Because he can't find anything better, he works as a night watchman in a factory for 500 dinars per month, just 170 euros. He thinks that the hospital could provide jobs for young
0: people from the town. These are young people from Birali. Ali. Welcome, take a seat. You see, rami, shisha, cigarettes, there's no work, so this is how young people from Birali Ali spend their days.
1: Nothing has changed since President Ben Ali's time. Young men like us have just two choices. Either we emigrate to Europe to earn a decent living,
0: or we become smugglers. Everyone's tired, stressed, ill, we're all graduates. Some have been unemployed for 10 years. I even know one who's been out to work for 15. There are people who have left. We hear that so-and-so has left. If the person calls, it means they made it, but when they don't call, the family gets very worried.
1: Are they in Lampedusa now? Yes. Did they make it? Yes. The worst thing for families is not knowing. That's what happened to Othman Abidi in the town of Feriana. In February 2016, his son Mohammed and his friend Atef were abandoned by smugglers just 30 meters from the Sicilian coast. They didn't know how to swim and they drowned. With no news, Mohammed's cousin, who lives in Milan, started investigating. We called lawyers, friends, we used Facebook. We looked everywhere with help from lots of people who helped us to spread Muhammad's story. They helped us to look and to share on different Facebook groups and pages. We didn't know if he was dead or alive. Hanin and Mohammed's father visited reception centers and prisons. The Tunisian consulate referred them to the Italian police and the police to the consulate. After a year, the police found photos of two bodies recovered from the boat Mohammed and Atef had been on. The two bodies had been placed in unmarked graves. That is Atef in Siculiana, when the police showed us the photo on the computer. The photo of the other body can't be shown on TV.
0: I was asked to do a DNA test, so they could compare my DNA to that of the body. I didn't recognize the second body. It was unrecognizable because it had stayed for two weeks in the water. 18 days later, we got the results, and I learned that it was my son.
1: Mohammed's body was eventually repatriated to Feriana in October, a year and a half after he left. His family feel that the Tunisian authorities did little to assist them and provided no financial help. During our report, none of the government officials we contacted responded to our request for an interview. Some Tunisians are trying to warn young people of the dangers, like Shakur Sassi, founder of a group that focuses on the realities of the dangerous crossing and the uncertain future in Europe. Of course, no one shows you these images,
0: the social problems, but this image of where they live is the sad truth. We have to raise awareness among young people about what the real living conditions in France are like. Shaka believes young
1: Tunisians should be encouraged to start their own projects. That's what our observer Adnan Helali is doing in Mount Simama, a region long overlooked by the government and one that's become a center of activity by jihadist groups. Hello Adnan.
0: Hello Corentin.
1: You asked us to meet you here on Mount Simama. For several years you've been developing artistic projects for young
0: people in the region. Yes. We are building Tunisia's first cultural center for mountain peoples. The work will be finished in February or March 2018. Adnan set
1: up a film club before starting work on the center. The facility, financed by a Dutch foundation, will include libraries and workshops for music and weaving Adnan hopes it will provide an alternative to the jihadist groups, who are just a few kilometers away. We designed this center as a place to promote modernity and progress. We have to eradicate this scourge using arts, culture and human
0: intelligence. Is it also a way to keep young people in the region? Yes, that is another of our aims. We can't create the European paradise they're dreaming of, but we can allow them to earn some pocket money and even, perhaps, make a living.
1: This Saturday morning, young people from the surrounding area are meeting at the site. It will soon be a hub for the activities they've been doing for years: singing, drama, and circus arts. One of the most successful projects is the Garda Boys, a group of break dancers. In 2016, Adnan sent them to perform in Belgium and gave them some royalties. It's given them some hope. Nowadays, instead
0: of going out and getting up to no good, we're more likely to dance, to do something.